Hi, you're tuning into New Life Vietnam. Today's message by Pastor Lop is being grafted in from Romans chapter 11, verses 11 to 24. Before the churches uh, uh, is uh, celebrating the Pentecost Sunday and the day that uh, Mark that, you know, the uh, 2,000 year plus ago, that uh, the Holy Spirit, all right, uh, if you read the Bible, you see that the Spirit of the Lord uh, sometime uh, that move in the Old Testament, but never people be able to have the, uh, the, the third hate, the God hate, that the, the Holy Spirit uh, indwell in a body, in a sinner, because a sinner is saved by God's grace and through Jesus, and Jesus ascended, and then uh, the Father sent the Holy Spirit, and so those who receive Him will no longer can live a normal life. They will do business uh, unusual. They will go out city and city. They still carry out their trade. They still do their business, but they cannot uh, stop telling about the name, the way, the truth, the life that is Jesus, and that you can see that throughout the book of Acts. And and today, uh, it's kind of reminding the church that we are living in a time uh, that we have God's grace, love, and the Holy Spirit. And of course, we're longing for the day that Christ fulfilled His last promise that He went ahead and prepared for us a mansion, a castle, whatever the picture that you have. And there will be many rooms, and I mean, always enough and sufficient for all of us, for those who believe Him. The one day who will come back. And so we are living in the time of anticipation, the day of Christ's return. And the reason we need the Holy Spirit, because we, we, we all need His power, uh, the power uh, to witness, the power to live a holy life, because He is the Holy Spirit, which means that He will sanctify us, He will comfort us, He will point us back to Christ Jesus and, and the, the, the Logos, when we read, will be activated and become a rhema because so real, so uh, tangible, uh, it's, it's become part of us in the system that we no longer can live as uh, a sinful light anymore because one thing we just do is to pursue Christ. And that's, that's the role of the Holy Spirit. He is silent. Uh, he will not make any, a lot of noises because He is uh, a gentle uh, comforter, a gentle helper, and He always transforms from the inside out. And so that's my hope and my prayer for all of us that as we worship Him this morning, online, on site, that we really uh, let the Holy Spirit that, that, that change our heart, the way we think, uh, the way we, uh, we uh, feel, and the way we live. Today is a special Sunday, uh, not also not because it's the Pentecost Sunday. It's also the Sunday that we are, in a way that we've been through this and lived through this. The fourth wave, uh, the, the authority that scaled down from fifty to twenty, and I pray, I hope that we're not about to ten, but we are ready for anything because we have the Lord Jesus Christ. So we are thankful. We have twenty uh, on site here today. And also a special Sunday because uh, you will see my airtime more because uh, I'm going to lead also uh, the praise and worship. So don't think that my sermon for two hours, right, is part of the praise and worship, okay? 
and it integrate in. Uh, we're going to do some reading uh, in a moment after the opening song. Uh, bless the heart of the Egypt. They still want to have the opening song and the closing song. Uh, but the rest, uh, I will uh, lead us into psalm reading and uh, integrate that with a Romans text that we're going uh, to study this morning. So you will see me a bit more, okay? All right, so just get ourselves, stand up and get ready uh, for uh, on-site here. Uh, uh, on-site here, that will be, um, you know, greetings. And then you just give uh, Diego maybe a few minutes, quick announcement, because it's uh, just very quick, because we have no Sunday school. So, so Diego, come up and just very quick announcement, and then we're ready for the first song. Thank you, Pastor. Good morning, church. Uh, God is good all the time. Uh, we have few announcements. Uh, there are no NLKC kids, no igniting until further notice. And our prayer time, we have two prayer time. One prayer time starts at 8 to 8.30 on the second floor. Uh, this is a time where we come out as a group, gather and pour out our hearts in the presence of the Lord, plead for the nations, for individuals. So it's a time we encourage you to join. And the second prayer time is here in our church building. It's 8.45 to 9, which we just had. It's a time where we prepare our hearts uh, as we enter the presence of the Lord. A Bible reading plan, you can choose the plan. It is your Bible, your God, the living word. And a man shall not live by bread, but by the word of God that comes out of his mouth. So if you trust that and you want to live by that trust, face the fact and have faith, read your word. Read the word of God. Um, yes, there are different plans. You can choose one of it, one chapter a day, two years plan and one year plan. Refreshments, this is a time where after church we gather around the table and if you want to bring something, you can bring or we have a form, you can sign up. We can even sign up on our Discord server. Uh, if you haven't joined our Discord server, server, we encourage you to join so that you know what's happening. Like today we are just 20. If you were not on Discord server, you would have not known that we are 20. And I would say, tell you the real fact that I news most of the new, read most of the news on Discord. I don't know anything that's happening in Ho Chi Minh about COVID other than Discord. Really praise God for that. Pastor Hospitality. Uh, this Friday, uh, we have Hospitality and Outreach uh, uh, into a we play by ear uh, so we'll let you know on the discord server yeah I think that's all for announcements hallelujah the bible says I know my sheep and my sheep knows me thank you lord thank you lord that he is a god who is omniscient omnipotent and omnipresent when they say you have a big problem, no worries, you have a big God. I thought that it was just cliche, but no, God is the Lord of all lords. He is almighty, He is always in us, around us. And so the way we hear testimonies after testimonies um, uh, give us the, the, the strength to go on. So if you know the God whom we serve, whom we love, who has redeemed us. We will sing praises to him today. Let us sing, You Are God Alone. You are not a God created by human hands. 
You were not a God dependent on any mortal man. You were not a God in need of anything we can give by your plan. This just the way it is.
thank you that when you plant in us the seed of God, of your word, Lord, we will prepare our hearts, take away an earth. We will dig before your, your seed is planted in our hearts. We will take away, we will soften the, the ground, the soil of our hearts so that today when we hear your psalms, Father God, and we hear the message, your message today, it will come in the soft, ready soil and as we water it and put it into action, Lord, thank you because you are a faithful God. You are a God who never, never fails. And Lord, you are an unchangeable, unshakable, unstoppable God. That is what you are. Amen. Amen. Lord, indeed, that you never fail. And Lord, the first couple created in your image Adam and Eve our human ancestor they fail because they fail to trust you and because they fail to trust you they fail to obey you and the rest of history Lord we are thankful for your son Jesus Christ because you are God in the flesh and you demonstrated to us, to those who believe, that Jesus, our Lord and Savior, fully God, fully man, will be able to stand firm with the temptation of the devil in the wilderness. Simply state your word. Simply speak your word. And the devil flee. And Lord, today... We, all of us, have many temptations. Sometimes it's a sinful thought, other times it's sinful activity. And Lord, it is not a matter of if, but it's a matter of when, when we sin. And Lord, we want to come into your presence with a clean heart, a clean hand, a clean mind, but sometimes we can't help. But Lord, this is where we need your spirit. We need the word to cut, to prune, to make the operation and the surgery in our heart. To activate and change the course of our neurological pathway that we use to habitually sin. And that alter that and change the course of our action. Lord, you never fail. Lord, we continue to worship you by reading of your word in Psalm 25. So we're going to put up the screen here. For those who are watching online, you can watch the, live, uh, the slide there or you can open your Bible with Psalm chapter 25. Um, we will put up here on the uh, screen. I'm going to read the first verse and then the second verse. Uh, those here on site are going to read the second verse. And uh, I'm going to read the third verse. So if it's uh, four verses, then we just take turn, right? But I, I always read the first sentence. 
Um, are you ready? Um, we wait for the slide team to put up here for us. I'm using the ESV version so that we can synchronize uh, together. Okay. Hold on just a minute. Psalm chapter 25. Verse 1. Verse 1, Psalm chapter 25, verse 1. If you have uh, the Bible with you, maybe it's just you ready. To you, O Lord. I live up my soul. Indeed, none who wait for you shall be put to shame. And they shall be ashamed who are wantonly treacherous. Lead me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation. For you I wait all the day long. Remember not the sins of my youth, all my transgression, according to your steadfast love, remember me for the sake of your goodness, O Lord. He leads the humble in what is right and teach the humble his way. It is the Lord that we live up our soul to, our mind, our will, our emotion. And right now, just spend a couple minutes thinking about what your thoughts are, your feeling right now. And your, 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 your thoughts, your feeling, your, your will. And you lift up your soul to the Lord. And in verse 2, it talks about that, put that trust. Do not let our emotion, our mind, our will control and navigate the boat of our life. But has to be the trust that we have in Him. Just spend a minute or so.
Lord, you are faithful. Your word said that none whose hope is in you will ever be put to shame. And Lord, shame here is, can be a disappointment. Something we expect in life, we hope in life, whether this job is going to bring us hope or uh, the relationship or uh, the, the vaccine or this industry, that industry. Lord, we all pray for that, Lord, but that's not our hope in those things. Because we'll, dis- we'll, we'll all be disappointed and we'll be put to shame if we put our trust in those things. And Lord, may we learn like a psalmist that we put our trust in you. Because you are a faithful God. Lord, you are also characterized by truth. Because your path is the path of truth. Your word said in Psalm chapter, uh, in Psalm verse 4 and 5. And David asking you, Lord, make me to know your way. This is our prayer, Lord. Make us know your way, O Lord. Teach us your path. Lord, we thank you for sending Jesus Christ. That he is the way. He is the truth. And Lord, may we walk in it. He is the life. There will be no life without Christ. There will be existence in torment, in suffering without knowing and even no direction in life. We are entering into the era of people can do whatever they want. And Lord, yet Lord, I pray your people will walk in the truth, in the way, in the path of righteousness through Christ Jesus. Lord, like the psalmist, we also pray, lead us in your truth and teach us. We all are students of your word. Teach us. Holy Spirit, Lord, remind us the thing of God. The media remind us the things of the world. But your word remind us your truth. Teach us, O Lord. For you are the God of our salvation. In you, we are spared. From the eternal damnation. In you we are saved. Not because of our own good deeds or works. But because of faith that we put in you Jesus Christ. It sounds like simple. But Lord those who understand the depth of your grace. Will never abuse your grace. Will never, cons- never consider your grace is cheap so that they can go back to their own vomit and commit the sin again. We will cleanse and set free from the prison. 
let us go out and proclaim the good news and not go back to prison and lock ourselves again. Oh Lord Jesus, for you we will wait all day long. Our heart longing for your presence. In the morning, we call out your name. In the morning, before we go into work, before we face the day, we call out your name. We sit in quietness. We kneel down. We pray a short prayer or a long prayer. But our heart is long for you day and night. If it's some of us, is that not our habit? May Lord, this year, through this pandemic, through this wave, it's going to remind us again that we need you for every breath that we take. Oh Lord, you are good and upright. You are good and upright. Therefore, you, Lord, instruct a sinner like us in the way that we should go, in the way that we should walk. Oh, Lord, you lead the humble in what is right. Help us to be humble. Oh, Lord Jesus, you will not and almost cannot add anything in our life is we are not humble. Only those who are humble able to receive the blessing from you. You're ready to bless. You're ready to bless your people. Those who are here and those who are online. You're ready to bless. It's like a good, good father ready to give good gifts to the children but whether their hand holding as a feast or they open to receive. Sometimes pain in life that caused their muscle, their, their hand to hold back to what they seem to be become their identity. Uh, Lord, let us surrender and receive your blessing by simply humble ourselves. Teach us, teach us to be humble in various aspects of our life. Whether even in the job, in the career that we know so well, and even other people call us expert. We would never be an expert in the way of the Lord. We all are a student that are yearning, longing to learn your words. Help us to be a humble servant of yours. Lord, your words say that all the path of the Lord are steadfast love. And Lord, the only thing that we can anchor our hope in this world is your steadfast love. Even our love comes and goes the love of even the whole world, those who are, have so many fans that, that they can turn around and they just abandon their idols in just a split of a second. 
And Lord, we are not a fans of Jesus. We are the disciple of Jesus. Because we trust and we hope and we, we walk and because that we, we bank our hope. The best currency of all time is hope. And that will be your steadfast love. And your faithfulness. We, are, we were unfaithful in some way. And there will be moments that we even we faithless. We trust ourselves more than we trust you. We admit, we confess. When trouble and, 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 and problem come our way, we react to the problem and the trouble rather than trusting you for the trouble. And your word encourages us for those who keep his covenant and his testimony. Lord, you will be faithful to them. You will be showing your steadfast love. Talk to God. Talk to Jesus. Talk to the Holy Spirit. Let's just spend a couple minutes and that's your time with the triune God that we are worshiping. If you want to have a pray, uh, can grab a mic here and then pass around. You can feel free to pray as well. Oh, Lord Jesus, before we continue into reading of your word in the book of Romans, help us to keep this key word in our heart, humility, obedience. This key word that will help us to grow in your, grow in your grace, stand in your grace, live in your grace. And be able to grow, continue to grow, and be impactful and effective for your kingdom, Lord. Renew us, regenerate us, refresh us, rejuvenate us, make us new. Do not let our heart 
become callous, become callous, become hardened so that we delay what we have hurt. Holy Spirit, since you are very real from the beginning of time until now, Lord, speak a specific things about something in our life that we may have to surrender and put your trust in you. Correct us. Cut us. Have a surgery on our heart. Amen. You may take a seat as I'm going to go to read the Roman chapter 11, uh, verse 11 uh, onward. We're going to put here uh, on the, um, uh, the screen here for us that um, if you have the Bible, turn to Roman chapter 11 uh, from verse 11 onward. This is where we see the uh, last week we talk about that um, the Apostle Paul talk about the uh, the remnants, the remnant, the elect, because uh, there will be a remnant of Israel will be saved. He talked about those who have faith in Jesus Christ, also the elect. And so he end up, he have a, a seem like he, he have a, a picture, give us a picture. He quoting both Isaiah and Sam in uh, Psalm uh, in uh, verse 7 uh, to 9, where he talk about a generation, uh, a people of God, uh, they, they, they harden their heart because, because the minute they harden their heart, they no longer can see, they're no longer uh, uh, able to think spiritually. They, they just act according to the flesh, the sinful nature. And so uh, Paul raised another question in verse 11. He, uh, so so uh, he asked, he said, I asked, did they stumble in order that they might fall? And, uh, and, and he <laughs> replied, by no means uh, or, or no ways, because rather through their trespass or transgression, salvation has come to the Gentile. So at this moment, he's still speaking to, remember, the church in Rome, uh, Jewish and Gentile. So he say, look, because of you guys, brother and sister, the Jewish folks, my brother, that because of your trespasses that will bring the Gentile into the kingdom. Because that's how God uh, is dealing with you. So to make you jealous, Israel. And now, if their trespasses to the world means riches for the world. Now, if their trespass or transgression means riches for the world. And if their failure means riches for the Gentiles. So, he, uh, he, he specifically talked about because of the failure of the Jew that God opened the riches to the world. Meaning, Jesus Christ being the Jew, but he is a savior of the world. Even though that he nailed him and he put the side there divinely by a pilot that, you know, king of the Jews in three common popular languages at that time. 
and then to declare he's the king of the Jew, but crucified. So, in a way, the Jew feel, you know, very shameful that their king got crucified. But the, the, the pilot refused to change. Even they asked, hey, take the, the sign down. He said, no, no, you know, what I, what I wrote, what I have written is there. I am not going to change it. And so the, the Jesus become a savior of the world, not just for the Jews. Now, specifically, that become the richest for the Gentile, us all, I believe. And, and how much more, but Paul raised a question here, how much more will their full inclusion mean? Basically, they, Paul about to talk about the Gentile. Hey, look, you don't so be arrogant, you know. You, you, you think that they're failures, that riches for you. But think about this, the remnant, there will be a remnant which will be full included in the later time. When, we don't know. But, but think about that Gentile. So he's speaking to the church in this way. And then he continued in verse 13 there and say, uh, now I'm speaking to you Gentiles. So he specifically addressed the Gentiles. In as much then as I am an apostle to the Gentiles. So he know his call and his ministry, that he is a Jew himself, and, and he will be a, 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 have a mission, an apostle to the Gentiles. So he primarily will be reaching out to the Gentiles. Because even the Jewish brother... Uh, somewhat kind of doubted his 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 uh, conversion, uh, and and even think that why you're helping the Gentile, why are you helping the one that non-Jew? They really oppress us. They don't believe our God. We in such a mess, and we have no country, no nation because of them. So why are you helping them? So the Apostle Paul also have a struggle and a problem with his own. People, the Jewish community. And therefore, his heart, because he understands, he called by God. And that's why, Gentile, you, I'm an apostle to you. I, I, I magnify my ministry in order. This is the reason. Somehow, to make my fellow Jews jealous, does save some of them. In a way, we're thinking like, oh dear. It is God's way that making his own people jealous about including the Gentile. It seems like evident here that even Paul himself say, I want to I want I want to reach out to my fellow Jews, but it seems like they, they don't care. They they don't want it. So God called me to reach out to the Gentiles. So the Gentiles come in uh, now in the church in Rome, but make of them like you you sit with me, you you, I mean, this is not in the Bible, but we can picture here. You, you eat pork and you sit with me. You don't have clean food, don't wash your hands. You don't have the ritual. And you enter the same community and you're going to go to heaven too, you know. So they, they really kind of jealous because they only think that the elect, the Jews, uh, the chosen people will enter the heaven only and not those Gentiles, uncircumcised, the one that oppressed them. And, and think about this. Think about if Jesus said, those Roman soldiers later on, they repented, they will be with you too. And they're like, what? No. Right? Those, those tax collectors, right? So Matthew, uh, Matthew tax collector, they were hated by, by the, 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 the Jewish community because why? As a tax collector at that time, 
they will receive a quota from the emperor, the, the Caesar, and say, let's say, th- let's say this district, you collect uh, you know, $1 billion, for example. And then if the tax collector will oppress the people, he collect one point five. Five hundred is his. Because they submit the quota now. Right? So, so the, he, the tax collector go out and try to squeeze people and, and make life difficult. And so that's why Matthew was hated by the very Jewish community because he, he kind of takes side with the Romans, work for the Romans, you see. And so think about the Jews seeing uh, the Gentile being included in. So, but here the Gentile also get a bit of, you know, very arrogant a little bit here. So Paul wants to address them. So the thing about this, for if their rejection means reconciliation of the world, reconciliation of the world, meaning that God made the salvation available to the world. And He made reconciliation to the world, meaning like, hey, daddy is here, my son died for you, come home. And, but they, they might want to come or they might not want to come. It's up to them, but he made available the reconciliation. Daddies, forgive you. Come home. Right? So the prodigal, the prodigal son, the parable prodigal, it, it cut across the board from the Gentile to the Jew. Uh, when they really understand the context, they get it. They say, this is the love of God for both the Gentile and the Jew, for the entire world. What will their acceptance mean but life from the dead? In a way that the, 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 the chosen people, the Jew, they have their rejection. They reject God, Jesus Christ. But when they got repentant and they come back again as the prodigal son, and they will be what? Will be accepted more on life, like resurrected. It's like new. It's like, it's like even the same with Gentile. We were dead in our trespasses. We were blind, but now we see. We were, you know, we were was a sinner, but now we got included and even called as friend of God through Jesus Christ. So, Paul wants to speak specifically in this text to the Gentile. Don't be so arrogant. Right? God, in a way, has not fully rejected the whole Israel. There will be a remnant that will be added in. But think about this. How about even full inclusion in? So don't think that only for you Gentiles, because they have failed, not because that you have failed so that you can be arrogant, but because to make them jealous so they will come back, the Jew. So God is, is, is just, and we never be able to understand 100% of, of his, his mind, His will. But He will reveal whatever we need to know in the text. Okay? And then this is the, the point we want to kind of linger and meditate on this. The next slide. Our brokenness can be a blessing to others when repented or redeemed. Because the failure of the Jew, the disobedience of the Jew, the unbelief of the Jew, and their brokenness throughout the Old Testament we see, even the Messiah, Christ, the Lord, and the prophecy fulfill every detail. They refuse, reject, and they crucify Christ. Their brokenness become the richest for the Gentile. Think about this. 
And then the Apostle Paul, exactly the case, he, he persecuted the church. Basically, he persecuted those who follow Jesus Christ. And he, 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 he got to the point that the Lord stopped him, revealed to him, called him, and, and, and used him. Right, so even his his brokenness and his crime, consider he he allowed the mob to uh, stone Stephen, uh, the first martyr in the Bible, and so so he kind of like allow that, so that to his shame he doesn't want to even speak about you know the, the his past. But he never he in First Roman chapter uh, one he say I'm not ashamed of the gospel. Why? Because the gospel, it seemingly seems like always point back to his own past. Because every time we read the Bible, in the book of Acts chapter 9, we know his sin. Because uh, it's like somebody just keep reminding about your sin. <laughs> every, every week, every day. But he said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel, brother. Because the gospel has the power to save for those who believe. And so he continues to say, hey, my past, my brokenness can be a blessing. And actually here, God used me to be a blessing channel for the Gentiles. So your brokenness and my brokenness, your past failure and my past shortcoming can be a blessing to others if we repent it and allow it to be redeemed, to be washed, to be cleansed, to be, uh, have a surgery and take care of bandage. Even we see the scar in our soul if we can testify that, become a blessing to others. Oftentimes, that Christians have a tendency to hide their past. Of course, because of shame, because of guilt. Oh, I don't want to talk about it. But if you have that tendency, it is quite a clear sign that you have not fully grasped the grace of God. You have not fully really get into your heart, but maybe you, you know in your head, but not in your heart, that once you repented and received right, all your sins are forgiven. A story was told of a man about 90 plus years old. Uh, at his deathbed, he, uh, he know that he, he, he's going to leave soon, but um, all his life, he's serving the Lord, he's faithful until last minute. Uh, but then he, he felt um, uh, not peace at all. He wasn't feel peaceful, and he called his pastor and uh, say, you know, uh, come, and I just need to talk to you. And uh, the pastor, like, he visited him, and he say, you know, I feel so dark, the man on the bed, a sick bed, and I feel so dark. Uh, I feel, I, I struggle. I, I'm about to go with the Lord, but I, I, I don't feel good at all. So the pastor said, what, what's happened? Because the pastor, like, very, you know, respectful, this man, like, you know, you serve the Lord all the day, and why, why are you struggling, you know, you're about to go home with the Lord. And, uh, and this old man said that I feel so dark because I remember all of my youthful sin. Uh, all the sin that I committed, it just keep coming back like a, uh, like a flood and I cannot get rid of them in my head. And uh, I feel shame, guilt, and so dark. Even though that, you know, 60 years, 70, 80 years ago, the sin, but it keep coming back, it's like a movie. And, and I, don't, I don't know how to deal with it. I don't know how to deal with it. And so, um, so, so um, uh, that pastor just, just prayed with him 
and read Psalm 25 for him. So may we continue with the second portion of Psalm 25, verse 11. I read the first verse, and then you read the next, and then we take turn. All right. Uh, we try to read a bit louder so that uh, it can go to the mic. Hopefully, the online can, can hear it, right? For your namesake, O Lord, pardon my guilt, for it is great. His soul shall abide in well-being, and his offspring shall inherit the land. My eyes are forever, uh, my eyes are ever toward the Lord, for he will pluck my feet out of the net. The trouble of my heart are enlarged. Bring me out of my distress. Consider how many are my foes and with what violent hatred they hate me. May integrity and uprightness preserve me, for I wait for you. Yes, Lord, for your name's sake, O Lord, pardon my guilt, for they are great. Lord, sometimes we think our sin is a small sin, big sin, medium-sized sin. And sometimes we do not fully allow your grace to forgive all our sin. It's almost like we want to save some, reserve some, and leave sin as an option open. And Lord, your word encourages us to surrender our sin, whether the youthful, we now youthful time, all right now, Lord, we know that you said that you forgive all of our sin. Lord, you also told us that the one who fear you have the fear of the Lord. You will instruct that person in the way that he will choose. We face so many small decisions, medium-sized, large decisions in our life at workplace, family, relationship. Lord, let us have the fear of the Lord so that we make a wise decision. Lord, help us to get our soul abide in you, Lord. Lord, even give us a family, those who have children, the offspring, those who are single, as we are following you and let our soul abide in you, Lord, you will bless not for our life and our offspring as well, Lord. Lord, this is wonderful to be called a friend of God. Moses longed for that. 
Moses, your servant, try to see your face, face to face, but you won't allow because he will be struck dead because of your holiness. He allowed to see his, your back, and that's the best you can offer already. And thousands and thousands of years later, you not only that let the people chosen, the Israel, to see not just the face, the full body, the person of Jesus Christ. They live with him, they eat with him, they talk to him, they saw his miracle, they, they witness his healing, they, they witness the crucifixion, they witness the resurrection, they saw with their own eye the endowment of the Holy Spirit, they see the, the move of God in their life, and yet some doubt it. And Lord, today, when we read your word, we're so thankful that you call us friend because you said that you are no longer called your servant but friend because you know the Father will. Lord, I pray that each of us, whether young or senior, we should constantly ask, what is the will of God for me in my life? We don't want to live the life that say, this is my will. But what is your will? Jesus Christ demonstrated at the Garden of Gethsemane, where the most about to enter the most horrible pain that he's going to face, the most, the most uh, uh, pain, the soul pain, deep, deep in his soul that he's going to be separated at the moment with God the Father. That's how painful he was suffering. And even God the Father kind of look away from God the Son for a minute or so. That because He took all the sin of the world, the shame, the guilt, so that all those who trust in Him will no longer be need to struggle and feel so dark about their youthful sin. Some of us perhaps still remember 30 years ago what you have committed, your lifestyle. But Lord, I pray today, the older we get, the, the, the more graciousness of God that we're going to learn to receive. And as we coach the young generation, that they need to really get hold of your grace. And that's why the young people, Lord, I pray for those who are a generation of, of suicidal thoughts and depression and loneliness and, and hopelessness. Lord, may your grace extend it to the, this generation, both the own generation and the young generation. And Lord, may our eyes are ever toward you. Because you will pluck our feet out of the net. Meaning, you will take us out of our own trouble. We got caught in the net, meaning like, there's no way to escape. But you are the one who delivered us. The Israelite, there's no way they can get out of Egypt with their own, their own power, their own skill, their own might. But the only way is, that you deliver them. And only they did is just to obey what you have instructed them. 
oh Lord Jesus, turn to us and be gracious to us. For we are lonely and afflicted. We meet each other on Sunday, and that's we, if we can commit to meet. I pray for those who are feeling lonely out there, Lord. We long for the day that we can have fully back in person. But during the week, many of us as a Christian walking as a lone, a lone ranger, a lone wolf, a lone sheep, and we feel disconnected even with the body, spiritually, emotionally, and even physically, while, while we still allow to meet in 20 uh, people, whether in any building, in our home context, Lord, I pray that people will not let the fear that caused them to go into deep, even loneliness, and they feel depressed. And Lord, the trouble of our heart are enlarged sometimes. We see the pandemic. And even the pandemic still happening and the fourth wave in Vietnam, sometimes we blow things up. We even, without fear, make the trouble bigger than it appears. We, like, we blow the balloon because of our anxiety, our fear. And Lord, like a psalmist, that Lord, we address, we face the fact, we face, we real, be honest that the trouble and now life uh, seem to be enlarged, to be big. But Lord, you bring us out of my distress. Oh, consider our affliction and our trouble and forgive all our sin. We are sinner, Not because we sin too much, but because we are born sinner. Innately, we have a tendency to sin. We are prone to commit sin. And therefore, all day long, we need you. We need you in the morning. We need you at noon. We need you at midnight, at night. When we wake up in the morning, we see the sunrise. We know that your mercy is new. Give us the hope and the energy and the, the motivation to live a day the full of your glory. Oh, Lord Jesus, consider how many are my foe. And the only foe, the only enemies that we have today is not our neighbor, is not our country, is not a different political party. It is the devil himself, that he is the accuser of your people. He is the, the liar, the father of liars. They lie every day, Lord. Let us realize and recognize his strategy that he always caused disunity, hatred among even brother and sister. Lord, I just pray that even this pandemic, Lord, the viruses, it can be seen as the enemy of human because every single day passed by, literally millions had died. And many, I believe, didn't know you, Lord Jesus. Where did they go? Where they are going? We know, according to the Bible, we don't want to see our loved one that are going there. We are praying for them. We are crying for them, Lord. 
Lord, do not let the enemy, do not let the devil, do not get all the instrument of the devil that cause the hatred, the violence among your churches, your brother and sister. Oh Lord, guard my soul, guard our soul, deliver us, let us not be put to shame, for we take refuge in you. When we have a heavy storm, we run into a shelter. If we are in the open field, we are afraid of the lightning going to strike us in the open field. We hope there will be a shelter. We are open right now, Lord, to these viruses. We hope there will be a shield, a shelter. Some will, will put hope in the vaccine. Oh, Lord, help us to put hope in you and you are our refuge. We drink water, we eat food, we exercise, we're healthy, we do whatever we need, even vaccination. We are not against vaccination, but we do whatever we need, but that's not our hope. Our hope is in you. And Lord, God, our soul, soul, our soul, sometimes our minds wander, sometimes our emotion lead us, and sometimes our will that distract us. God, our soul, O oh Lord. And Lord, the psalmist cry out, Redeem Israel, O God, out of all his trouble. And Lord, even with the conflicts right now in the country of Israel and neighboring country, we don't need to enter into political debate. But Lord, if there is a remnant that continue to trust you, Lord, redeem them. As we pray for one another, we pray for our own country. This is a way it starts from a personal prayer of a psalmist cry out to the Lord but it ended with a national cry. And Lord, here we are with the expat community here. Lord, we're thankful for each representative of the country here. They are here for the reason, for a season. And I will cry out for Vietnam, Ho Chi Minh City. At the same time, we are crying out for their nation as well. Lord, it is true that throughout the ages, what happened through your people, Israel, the churches, will happen to the world. You first rebuilt your people so that your people can be corrected, repented, redeemed, and then become light and salt to the world and to the earth. Redeem us, O oh Lord, and get, out, get us out of all the present trouble. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Spend a minute or so, talk to the Lord.
Lord, you are the living God. We are so thankful that you call us friend. But Lord, this does not mean that we can approach you casually. Lord, let us approach you with reverence, with the fear of the Lord, with the earnest seeking you daily. As though if we write a letter to the president of our country and asking for a case, we have the privilege of sending our letters of prayer to the King of all kings and the Lord of all lords. Help us put our heart, reverent heart, revere the Lord. And also we expect, we expect that y'all will be doing great things through our life and in our life, not for the sake of our own, but, you know, Lord, for your glory. Lord, what a miserable way to live a life that without expectation from you. And yes, Lord, we know that you know us before what we need to ask. But what a beautiful relationship if a sons and daughter ask, Daddy, help me, let me do this, can I do this? And have a conversation and have a relationship. It's not a, it's not a button to push to get something, but it's a relationship. And Lord, let, let us practice this thing of humility, obedience, reverence, and expectation. We don't demand, but we expect that you will do great things in each of the lives of your people here. The elect, the humble, the faithful, The righteous shall live by faith. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. We continue to read the rest of the letters of Romans chapter 11 uh, with verse uh, 16 onward. Are you still okay? All right. As I said, maybe you feel a bit longer than usual. Uh, but let the, the Spirit... Uh, do its his work in your heart and your soul and your mind and your will. Uh, we're gonna read together. So I'm gonna read the first verse and then we follow. Uh, read, uh, respond uh, in respond uh, one verse at a time. If the dough offered as a first fruit is holy, so is the whole lump. And if the root is holy, so are the branches. Do not be arrogant toward the branches. If you are, if you are, remember, it is not you who support the root, but the root that support you. That is true. They were broken off because of their unbelief. But you stand fast through faith. So do not become proud, but fear. Do 
Note then, the kindness and the severity of God. Severity toward those who have fallen. But God's kindness to you provided you continue in His kindness. Otherwise, you too will be cut off. And even they, if they do not continue in their unbelief, will be grafted in, for God has the power to graft them in again. Amen. So point number two I want to bring to us. God's kindness has been available to you and me if we continue in His kindness. It's like, it's like um, you know, the, uh, the lake that there will be the refreshing water enter the lake. And so that lake needs to have an, an, an outlet that's going out. So the lake will always refreshing, always uh, uh, in a way crystal clear and kind of a nice lake. If you if you uh, w- walk in the nature or jungle, you see there's something called stagnant uh, pond or lake, which means there's no in and no out. The lake will will smell bad <laughs> over time because of the decay of maybe animal dead or there's just branches or whatever people throw in there because there's no in and no out. So even the river, how even sometimes polluted as it is in, in the context of, of Southeast Asian, uh, that will go to the sea and somehow it's uh, refreshed again. And then, you know, it's the water pumped back and then the different source of water. And so as long as it's in and out, it's always refreshing. So same with God's kindness. So here the Apostle Paul speaks specifically to the Gentile. Hey, I'm speaking to you. No, you know that, you know, because you are like a wild olive tree. God, yes, because of their failure, He grafted you in. And uh, any of you know the word graft, to be grafted in? If you have to be a gardener, uh, you have a tree, you kind of uh, cut a little bit into the tree. And let's say you want to have different, uh, um, maybe a, a blend. Uh, you can take a different branches, you put it in, and then you, you take a bandage, put a bit of, of soils around, and you tie it, I don't know, maybe it depends on the type of tree, over 30 days, a few months. And, and it, so that, over the time, that branches become one with the trees. And uh, especially if those you are in Vietnam, you see during the Tet, they have the... Uh, uh, what to call Hua Mai? I think uh, I don't know. It's a ap- ap- it's not apricot. The uh, but it's type of there's some yellow, there's some pink, and because that's grafted in the original one only yellow, the original one yellow. But uh, you grafted different things in, and people even attempt you know uh, uh, grafted the 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 kind of uh, what the, not not the sakura flower uh, in from Hanoi, but similar. So they graft in, so they try to mix things, and so. Paul the Apostle used this analogy to make sure both the Jew and the Gentile understand. The reason that you Jew broken off because of your failure or unbelief. The Gentiles stood firm, stand fast because they fit in. Therefore, they will be grafted in. Right? They will grafted in right at the branches that were broken off. 
They were grafted in so that, you know, become one. So Jesus Christ is the root. Jesus Christ is the olive tree of the root. So, so the Jew will get it because every part of the community in uh, Israel, in the soy, has an olive tree. And uh, I was there, and almost like every community go, there's some olive tree. Because the olive tree is a symbol of generational effort, meaning uh, my great-great-great-father pl- father planted the tree, I will take the fruit, and I have to take care and protect the olive trees, and, and the tree, uh, getting, uh, getting, as they get old, is ho- get hollow in the middle of the, the tree. So if you look at the tree, you kind of guess, oh, this is how old it is, because a young tree will have no hollow, so it gets bigger. Sometimes people, you can go through the tree. So <coughs> God's kindness has shown the Gentile. But hey, Gentile, don't be arrogant so that, so that you think that, hey, you know, they've broken off so we can enter in. So we will be the main focus. No, no, no. Remember, you are the wild olive tree. The reason you'll be grafted in because of your God's kindness to you. And therefore, continue in your kindness. Because why? Because there will be a moment that even... The, gen, uh, the Jews will stop their unbelief. The minute they return back to the Lord, they will be grafted in again. Why? God has the powers to do so. Even they were broken off before. So, the apostle wants to also affirm the Jewish brother. Yes, you were broken off. Yes, you rejected the Lord. The Lord has not rejected you yet. I know that you harden your heart. There will be a remnant will be coming back and grafted in. And, and I have the plan for them because they are the so-called the original branches. So the, the Gentile do not look at the other branches, hey, you're broken off, you know, shame on you. But both of you should be united in this one tree that the olive tree will bear fruit and the Gentile and the Jew will be grafted in as one because God's kindness has been showing to the Gentiles so that you Gentiles continue in your kindness. Are you still with me? This is why also um, if the history of Somewhere in the history, the reason there will be historian that said that due to certain uh, uh, the sermon of Luther that caused the Holocaust, because of in some way that maybe they the Bible seemed to really uh, think that the Jew is the problem and therefore God punished them. And therefore, even during the, the, the Holocaust, the, the rise of, of, of Nazi love persecuted the Jew because somewhat there will be a, a blood in the hands of a Christian. Because a Christian in those days, especially I guess in Germany, that some, some support. Think about that. There will be no way that Hitler can mobilize the whole country uh, to really persecute the Jews because they're blood can be found in Christian hand because they 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 might not fully understand Romans. Uh Roman is a is a is important book, is the difficult book, um 
and is anything that that can be misinterpreted uh, or misunderstood can lead to a disaster, both spiritually and even in history. And so when I prepare this one, be very careful and and fear and trembling, pray a lot, because uh, throughout history, uh, if if people can really get, uh, of course, all the b- book of the Bible is important. We can get the gospel, get hold of the gospel, uh, the first, the four gospel. Of course, link the uh, book of Acts and Romans. Uh, you'll be able to see uh, God's uh, the perspective in 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 uh, many things, uh, including race. Uh, including, of course, grace. We talk about we are chosen by grace and not by race. And and this is the exactly the, the point that where uh, racism uh, uh, in the history and uh, the, you know, the, the, the persecution of the Jews, the Holocaust, because they, uh, they no longer <laughs> think because the Jews are being rejected and they just want to wipe them out. Uh, but uh, for, uh, for the good part, um, throughout history, no one. <laughs> this is this is something that will bring us to fear of the Lord. No one will be able to wipe out the Jews. No one. Uh, throughout history, because God always saved the analogy in the book Paul that God always saved the the uh, his people, even the persecution during the uh, the time of King Ahaz uh, and and uh, Jezebel. Right, uh, that that try to persecute the Elijah. He he he, uh, God hit them somewhere. So right now in the Middle East, even all the conflict and so on, God hit somewhere that the remnant of the Jews that will be have a full inclusion in later time. So in a way that kindness we show to the Jewish brother as well. And I tell you, throughout history, I mean, we have war, we have all of different things in our country, but I can tell you, none of us have been so many uh, hardship like the Jews since day one. From, from the Egyptian uh, uh, to the promised land to the latest, uh, to the recent modern history, even to now. Even to now. Um, and nobody, nobody seemed to care. Uh, they, they are small country tucked between uh, they uh, call it uh, the land between because all the size. So if when you, when you cry out, if you live in Israel, you cry out, the psalm is like, all my foe, I mean, all the realm. <laughs> I mean, where to turn, this one, this one. Uh, I mean, you just cry out to God. And, and I, I share early on that the whole country still today depend on the rain for the water source. So, so they, when they read the Old Testament, praying for the rain and all of that, it's real to them. It's like today you ask the Lord to, you, to, to bring you know, your food to the table. Uh, of course, they have, they have the uh, Jordan River, which is the, the kind of only f- uh, f- fresh water source. Because the Dead Sea, they cannot drink, right? But the, the, but the very strange, the, the Jordan go to the, uh, go to the Dead Sea and come out the other way still fresh. <laughs> I don't know how, but that's coming in. And so, so they have to take the water uh, from the Jordan River, basically main supply for the nation. And they have the machine elsewhere. What's the term for extracting the air to become uh, water? Right, so they set up different in the desert so they can collect the water and then turn it into a water source. So this is the country that depends on really God's rain. The neighboring country laughing at them. 
look at the poor country. They only can depend on God's friend. We have the Nile, we have the river, we have the stream, we have all of these things. Look at them. They have the wilderness. They have uh, only the Jordan. And not even that clear. It's kind of murky water. But God's kindness has shown to all other country so that our kindness continues to be extended to the fellow Jews, fellow brothers. Amen? And others. So as a Christian, our kindness should be extended to the non-Christian. You see? That they even oppose to us, they, they mock us, uh, whether in workplace or people who have not believed in God is crazy, whatever the name they call, we still need to learn to extend our kindness. Amen? To a different race as well, not just your own race. So I see that the beautiful, uh, of course I'm biased, I love this church and it's beautiful of this congregation because they're a different nation. They will be able to learn and to live and to journey with the people that are different than us, different kind of food, different smell, different culture, different background because that we learn to extend kindness to others. Especially you're living here in the land in Ho Chi Minh City, uh, the Vietnamese, the local. Uh, in a way, you might be the only uh, entry point or the connection that they get to know Jesus. Right? So to extend your kindness to those who are different than you. Uh, I'm speaking to myself as well. There are many people who are different than me, but I need to learn to uh, extend my kindness and love to them. Amen? The last point, number three, being grafted in by faith in Jesus and God's kindness. Uh, the, of course, the message both for the Jew and the Gentile basically affirm the Jew, hey, look, fellow brother Jews, yes, you were broken off, but yet if you stop your unbelief, you will be grafted back. Hello, uh, uh, fellow Gentile, not fellow Gentile, he's not a Jew. Hello, Gentiles, that the reason that you regretted him because of God's kindness. Okay? So, Christian, non Christian, uh, all different race, we are chosen by, by grace, right? We are chosen by grace. Can you say it again to your neighbor? You are chosen by grace and accepted by faith and will be grafted in because of God's kindness. Amen? We are being grafted in, in a way, being grafted into this olive tree. The, 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 the big picture is, will be all, you know, the, big, the picture of, of uh, Revelation. Uh, every tongue, every tribe will confess Jesus is Lord, kneel down, bow. That, that the glimpse of heaven. So, so it, 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 it's, I think it's easier maybe for the Gentile to see that. Because yes, we are so desperate. No, we don't need. But the Jew needs to learn the hard way. Say, hey, uh, they're they in with us. They're in heaven with us. They, the one that oppresses us, yes, they're in with us. The Gentile, Jew, Greek, barbarian, all of that will be grafted in by faith in Jesus. And because of God's kindness, not because of their ability. Are you still with me? So let us just uh, spend the last um, uh, reflection, five minutes, and then we have a closing song. Um, just take this time 
um, to reflect on uh, those three main points or along with those psalms that you are thinking of. Um, if you are still struggling, remembering your youthful sin, uh, learn to give it to the Lord. Because I don't want any of us to live in the present age with God's grace, but still haunted by your past. Number one, I remind you as you spend your, your time, you can close your eye, but I just help you to bring these three points into your reflection. Number one, our brokenness can be a blessing to others when repented and redeemed. So share your story. Share your story. We can, can become a blessing. Number two, God's kindness has been available to you and me if we continue. It's a conditional clause here. If we continue in his kindness. We are being grafted in the olive tree by faith in Jesus. Not because we are so good, but because God's kindness has shown, has made available to us. Let's just spend five minutes.
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your presence. The Lord, thank you, Lord, that you made yourself available to us. The path of righteousness, the salvation that we can have through our faith in your Son, the sanctification that we all need to be made holy every single day, not because that our sheer will, but because surrendering of our obedience, our trust in you. So thank you, Lord, that you made the day, the night, the hour, the season, for the time that we're living like this in 2021, May 23rd. Lord, as we anticipate the day, we learn to trust in you that all our youthful sin have been forgiven. So we can face the day with confidence in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. And that we are righteous by faith. That we, our integrity and our uprightness in you, Lord, preserve us. Let us continue to wait upon you, even though that we want things to be done quickly. We hope that tomorrow there will be no pandemic, there will be no viruses. Uh, Lord, help us to learn to wait upon you. We hope that some of us hope that we can, tomorrow we can have the job again or full recovery of the industry. It will happen in, according to your timing, but we learn to wait upon you. We thank you, Lord. Help us. Help us. Teach us. Guide us. Guard us. Protect us. Thank you, Lord. Amen. We're going to rise and we're going to have a closing song. And uh, Susan is uh, going to lead us to a closing song. And uh, I'm going to have a, a closing prayer for all of us. Let's look to God in prayer for the offering. Father, we thank you for this beautiful day. Thank you, Lord, for your grace. Thank you, Lord, for your word that came to us. Yes, Lord, it's not by race, but by thy grace, O Lord. We are chosen, O Lord, my master, by grace through our faith in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord, my master, though there are much better people than us in this world, more talented and more knowledgeable and more beautiful and smart, but Lord, you chose us. It's not because we deserve it, but it's because of thy grace. Thank you, Lord, for thy goodness and thy kindness that came to us, O Lord. And you, O Lord, my Master, are the most blessed and precious, precious blessing of our life. Thank you, Lord, for this cup of salvation. As see when we hold up this cup of salvation, help us to lift it up every day to you and remind ourselves that, Lord, it's all about you. Prepare us, O Lord, my Master, to meet you so that we, O Lord, my Master, will be called as that well-done, good and faithful servant. 
I pray, O oh Lord, for this offering that we are bringing to you, Lord. I pray for the ones who are watching us, the ones who are joining us now. Many who have lost their jobs, pay cuts, so many things happening around. We do not know what's going to be next, but Lord, we know that our God is in control of our lives. They that look to the Lord shall never be put to shame, but their faces shall turn radiant. And Lord, we give all that belongs to you and let your name be exalted. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's sing, Thank you, God, for choosing and loving me.
oh God, thank you for choosing me to be a child and bear your name. Oh Jesus, I will never cease to sing your praise. How wide, how long, how high, how deep. How endless is your love for me? How wide, how long, how high, how deep? How endless is your love for me? How wide, how long, how high, how deep? How endless is your love for me? How wide, how long? How high, how deep, how endless is Your love for me, Oh God. Thank you for loving me. The cross you made history, Lord, you died for me forever. My praise will go to. For loving me, thank you for loving me. Thank you for loving me. Yes, Lord, thank you for choosing us by your grace and not because of our race. Thank you for loving us, not because we are so good, but because in you, Jesus Christ, that we are accepted by your grace through our faith in you. The Lord our God is faithful, so let us trust him. The Lord our God is characterized by truth, so let us walk in His path. The Lord our God is the Savior of the world. Let us tell the world about the very Savior who saved us by His grace through our faith in Him. The Lord our God is merciful and loving from the day one of creation until now. Let us walk out this place and wake up every morning as we see the sunrise we know that his mercy is new every day so there will be hope for any gloomy doomy any situation in our life the lord our god is good and upright so that we can trust that whatever that he bring to into our life 
will be good for us, whether we feel it or not, feel that or not. The Lord our God is loving and faithful in all His ways. Even the things that we don't understand right now happening in our life or in the world, we can trust that all His way has been good and faithful. The Lord our God is forgiving. Therefore, we receive His forgiveness gladly and we gladly forgive others. The Lord our God is open with all His people and freely confide in them. Let us trust Him and have conversation and build relationship. Lord, Lord, help your people, Lord. It's just not doing the things in the Bible out of their duty, out of a ritual, but it's our relationship that they treasure, the friendship, the relationship with reverence, with obedience, with humility, with expectation that the day, today, you continue to work in us and through us. And there will be always a tomorrow that you are waiting for us. We thank you, Lord, for all the country that representative here, on site, online. We pray for uh, your people, both the Jew, the Gentiles, all the races in the world. We pray for nation that will come to know you even through this pandemic. May the Lord our God, the love of the Father, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all now and forever. Amen. Amen and amen. God bless you. I will see you lightly, most of you online, as we still um, follow the guidelines. So God bless you. Uh, peace peace uh, be with you and your family. I see you. Thank you for listening. We pray that you and your family are encouraged by this message. Join us next time and do click the follow button on our profile page to stay up to date with the latest message. God bless you.